I know this is a really like old aging person thing of me to say, but I feel like these weeks are flying by and I feel like I just talked to you about the Wednesday word. But here we are again, another Wednesday, and the Wednesday word today, Mr. David Bradley. The Wednesday is... word today, Mr. Cirillo, is goal. Goal. G O A L. Goal. 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 Wait, it's goal, and we're in February. So you're, wait, that's that thing that I've already given up on since the beginning of the year. Is that what you're telling me? It's Yes, this is the reason why the gym is empty right now, why there's tumbleweeds blowing across the treadmills at the gym. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that 5.30 was so dark outside. I can't go. I'm going back to bed. BSU. BSU. Beat the sun up. There you go. Well, that 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 makes sense for people that are, ooh, oh, ambi- oh, wait for it, ambitious <gasps> about achieving their goal. Well, I mean, why why is goal so? Because like everybody, goal goal is one of those words everybody talks about, especially in business, training, anything. It's like goal, goal, goal. I think there might be people out there that are sick of hearing the word goal, but I mean, that's the whole aim of ah, that's the whole ambition. Of the Wednesday word is to to break apart and dissect the meaning and the background of a word so that we can figure out how to actually truly apply it and internalize it to our lives. So why why this word? Why is this word so important? You got to know where you're going. It's like the uh, the Cheshire Cat in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, right. She 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 appeared. He appears in the tree. She's at a fork in the road and she's like, can you tell me where I'm supposed to go? And he's like, well, where do you want to, you know, where do you want to go? And she's like, I'm not sure. And he goes, well, I guess any path will take you there. Yeah. The actual definition is the end toward which effort is directed. That sounds so eloquent when you say it. The end toward which effort is directed. So, you know, you get in your car, you have no idea where you're headed. Nowadays, you know, back in the day, you had a map. Now we use our nav system or we use our phone and we plug in a destination. And that is our goal. That is where we are headed. That is the end. You know, and I think a lot of times, I love the fact that you brought fitness up. You know, someone's like, I'm going to get in shape this year. Right, but what is that? What's your definition? What does that mean? Right? What's the goal? Is it? Do you have anything specific? Do you want to? You know? Do you want to drop ten pounds of fat while putting on five pounds of muscle? Do you want to get your body fat to a certain percentage? Do you want to be able to lift a certain weight? Do you want to be able to bench press your body weight or two times your body weight or whatever? Like, if you don't have a destination, then you're going to be like Alice and just any direction will go. How is this different? How, in your opinion, I mean, how's the word goal or the idea or definition of the word goal different than say that of success, right? Like if you look at the definition of success, a favorable or desired outcome, which, I mean, we kind of use the word, you know, I'm starting to think about, okay, well, we use the word goal and success synonymously, but are they, are there differences? Great question. If you look at synonyms for the word goal, you've got 
aim, ambition, aspiration, um, purpose, objective. So I think right. having, I mean, a correct goal, right? A, a definitive goal. Uh, um, I'm, I'm always reminded of, especially when I read this definition, you know, in the seven habits of highly effective people, you know, Stephen R. Covey talks about beginning with the end in mind. Right. So it's whether you achieve that or not. And so as we sort of spitball through this, I think a goal is a definite end point that would require a new right. setting. Yeah. yeah. But success, you know, in the 10 X rule, Grant talks about success is, is like a, a breath of air. The next breath is always going to be more important than the last one. So context, so that shows this, the synonymousness of it. I'd totally play that word in Scrabble. The synonymity. the synonymity, yes. So it shows. Is that right? I, I was, <laughs> I was just, I just took a crack at it. Why not? All right, cool. Well, now what are we gonna do? Uh, so I think, but a goal is 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 a lot more specific, and success I think has so much. Yeah, there's a lot more ambiguity. Yeah, like I mean, I to me, I feel like today. I, oh man, th this is where this is so interesting to me because it, it's not just the word. It's not just the, well, duh, Bradley and Cirillo. It's when you really look at this, this is the power of the Wednesday word in examining these, these words from different angles, because I I'm thinking, you know, in the kind of the broader sense, I am living the definition of success like I am experiencing the reality of the definition of success that I have created. However, that could change, right? So to your point about the next breath um, being more important than the last breath, but also I know that in my pursuit for achieving the reality that I'm living now, that I believe is my definition of success, there were points along the way where the goals didn't necessarily like I didn't quit them, but maybe they were adjusted slightly. Or as I learned and gained wisdom in, in a certain thing, I realized that maybe I wasn't setting the right goal and I had to shift my goal. I think success is more of a mindset, whereas the goal is an actual tangible destination mm -hmm. event happening. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I remember one of my mentors taught me that the most important goal is the closest one to your achievement. So that, that really changed the way that I set goals. Um, because I realized, Oh, like if I break actions to, to your point about kind of the, the, it's like the thing you do to get to the place you want to go. It's a waypoint maybe. Um, like my goal is not open the door. My first goal closest to my achievement is stand up out of chair. Right. Dude, I love that. How do we bring that to sales? Right. Like I, I know like if you're, if your goal is to sell a car today, then the first thing you need to do is get in front of a customer. And then once yeah. you get in front of a customer, right. And then that, that would have, goals in and of itself and then like 
just to get in front of a customer. And then once you do, then there's a process. I need to greet him. And then the goal of the greeting would be to get to some fact finding. The goal of the fact finding would be to get to selecting a product. And then the goal of selection would be to demonstrate and then writing up and then close and then follow up. Yeah. So right. each step in and of itself has its own goal. Yeah. Right. And I love say say that again. Well, it's because I mean, like, think about it. Okay. So what I said is my goal isn't to open the door. Well, I mean, my goal is to open the door, but, but I got to focus on the micro before the macro. Yes. Like, so, so my first, the, my first, the best goal is the closest one to your achievement. So it's not to open the door right now. It's to stand up and out of my, get out of my right. chair. And then my next goal is to walk to the door. My third goal is to extend my arm to the doorknob. My fourth goal is to twist and pull open. My fifth goal is to walk through. I achieved the macro, but it was, but, but like, I think about my weight loss journey, my weight loss journey wasn't to lose 50 pounds. I mean, it was, but the goal closest to my achievement upon determining that that is what I wanted to do was to create my plant, like really consider what is this going to look like? And then part of considering that was how does my lifestyle need to change? How do my eating habits need to change? How do, how do my action, you know, lifestyle actions need to change? In other words, incorporating exercise and, and all these sorts of things. Then it was meal prep and it was sticking to my workout regimen. And it, you know, like those were all my micros to lose 50 pounds. And then, I mean, even inside that, it wasn't to lose 50 pounds. It was to lose a healthy one or one and a half pounds a week. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, but I think, you know, like we joke around uh, about people quitting their new year resolution by like January 18th or so. It's like week three and they're right. out. Like they're, they're kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Peace out. You know, um, because they didn't realize you can't just set a goal to lose 10 pounds or 30 pounds. You got to factor in all of the micro goals, the micro waypoints that, that get you to that, th those actions. This is what I like going back to what you said about success versus goals. Goals being those, those actions that serve as a wayfinding system right. that help you understand whether you're getting to that big overarching idea or that. Did you see 1917 yet? No, but it, wait, is that the one where they film it with one continuous shot for the whole movie? Um, about World yeah, War it's, One. Yeah, right? it's set in World War One, and uh, spoiler alert, and um, it, it, the the idea. Well, it's just it's interesting we're talking about this because there's a guy, there's two two soldiers that have been assigned a goal, which is to deliver a message from where this the British are encamped to another encampment that's about to walk into a major German trap. And then it's these two guys trying to get there. And as it turns out, one of the soldiers, his brother, is one of the soldiers that's about to walk into this German trap. So they start. And there are obstacles after obstacles after obstacles after obstacles in the way to them reaching their goal, which is to warn this other unit that, hey, don't do that tomorrow because you won't get killed. And so one of the 
things that I think happen is that people set a goal, they get very jacked up about it, they get excited, they get motivated, okay? And then all these obstacles along the road to your goal or success start popping up that you totally didn't anticipate, prepare for, or even set your mind towards. And you're like, you give up. Yeah. And a lot of that's tied to not having enough of a reason to keep pushing through the obstacles. These guys were going because, dude, that's my brother over there. So their yeah. goal was connected to this larger purpose. And so a lot of times I think these goals, especially New Year's resolutions, you spend one day on it, right? You get, your, yeah. you get your goal. It means nothing because you only spent one day on it. You don't revisit it multiple times a day for the rest of the, the year, right? So there's, no, there's right. no way you're going to get obsessed about it. And there's no way you're going to tie it to any deeper meaning or purpose. And so if it doesn't mean anything, then screw it. Yeah. You know, there, there is a way to achieve your resolution every year. If, it, if, if for the majority of people, if, they're, if they just resolved, to not, if they resolved to give up on their resolve by the 18th of January, everyone would achieve their New Year's resolution. Yeah, you, you just need to put, you need to dial in on, <laughs> it's habit, yeah. right? Where, where does this word come from? Like, wh when did we start using it? The 1530s. Huh. What do you think they used before the 1530s to express this idea? Drop the A. Yeah. Gaul? In the 14th century. With oh. an apparent sense of boundary or limit. So, Within a, see well, that in again? the 1530s, it meant end point of a race. And okay. then it says of uncertain origin, the noun goal G-O-L, appears once before in this in a poem from the early 14th century with an apparent sense of boundary or limit, perhaps from Old English, gall, meaning obstacle or barrier, the word implied by galen, which means to hinder, or from Old French, gall, meaning a pole, and then from Germanic, or figurative use of Middle English, gale, a way or course, like where you're going. I like that yeah, one yeah. better. So then sports sense of... <laughs> we just pick the ones that we like. Well, yeah, that's the language. Um, sports sense of place where the ball is put to score is attested from the 1540s. And then, yeah, and then it became a figurative sense. So it, it, the actual literal term would be literally where the ball is going, but then it evolved into meaning what we think of in terms of goal, not just. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about that too. Like just even the, the definitions of like hindrance or boundary or things of that nature. I mean, that's ultimately what it is, is it's creating a specific set of guidelines by which you will act in order to achieve mm -hmm. an outcome. And I think that's why a lot of people have problems with religion and any form of organized anything because they're like oh those commandments are too tough they're so limiting and it's like yeah because their purpose is to refine you in a specific direction they're not to limit you they're to expand you just like any goal like 
what will I hinder? What barriers will I create if I want to lose 30 pounds? I will create a barrier between me and the junk food aisle. Well, that always, that, that brings me right to good old Jocko Willink. You know, he's got a whole book called Discipline Equals Freedom and the dichotomy of, mm. you know, um, you have to instill discipline on yourself in yourself in order to have real freedom, right? Because let's just say hypothetically, if we just continue on the weight loss thing, right? The fatter you get, the harder it is to tie your shoes, the less freedom you have. You can't even move. No. You can't go where you want to go. Yep. You can't ride the rides you want to ride. You have to buy two seats on an airplane. Yep. And the, with the seatbelt expander. Right. And that's all embarrassing. And it limits you. And you, you don't even want to leave the house. Can't climb the stairs. Nope. I've experienced all of these things, by the way. That's why it kind of hits home for me a little bit. I remember, I remember that. You know, I, there's, a, you know, there's a picture of my driver's license from 2006. Where I'm yeah. 205 pounds, I'm drinking just about a bottle of Jack Daniels a night, and uh, yeah. I couldn't tie my shoes sitting down. I'd have to stand up and put my foot on something, and then sort of work around my Jim Morrison belly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> man, I love these yeah. conversations. So the Wednesday word for this week is goal. And by the way, you need to check out, I, I can't believe I haven't done this to this point, but just to show you, you know, I, I, I love that you're taking the time to do this with me and to talk through these things. I mean, you could have said no, you didn't. That's just a testament of who you are. So for those of you listening, make sure you check out my man, David Bradley. He's got a podcast. You can check it out on Anchor. What's the name of the podcast? Cardone Solutions Podcast. Cardone Solutions Podcast. And if you have questions and you want to get into the nitty gritty, the nitty -gritty nitty -gritty. with my man david hit him up david at grantcardone.com